Thank you for making Locked On Spartans your first listen every single day here in the Locked On Podcast Network, especially today uh, here on the Locked On Podcast Network, free and available where you find folks get your podcast. Also, today's episode of Locked On Spartans is brought to you by Run Your Pool. March Madness is here, and Run Your Pool has a better way to create your bracket. RunYourPool.com, the premier sports pool hosting service. Yeah, Michigan State basketball, they played a game. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Spartan fans, uh, let, let's sh- I, just, I just need to shout this out right now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode because you really have to be uh, an, an animal, a, a depraved citizen of Spartan Nation to be listening to uh, a podcast after your Michigan State basketball Spartans were just the sacrificial lamb uh, at another road game, but this time to your rival that needed a win tonight to make their March Madness dreams possible, and boy howdy, uh, did Michigan State assure that the Wolverines were going to be punching their ticket to the big dance uh, next weekend with uh, just another great performance uh, on the road there. Uh, so really thank you for, for listening to this year podcast. I, th- this can't be fun for you, but you know maybe it's cathartic, maybe it's therapeutic, maybe you're looking for some answers. We'll try to get you some. We'll talk a little bit about the game, uh, and then we will have Graham Nelson on later, a friend of the program. He's a very rational, level-headed guy, so looking forward to chatting with him, not just about this game, but also about the future of this team, uh, March Madness coming up. We'll get to it. Uh, yeah, but before we talk about a little bit about this game, Hey, I just want to make sure uh, to ask you politely to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Yes, this is the Locked On Spartans podcast. You probably knew that by now, and you probably already know this by now. If you want to reach out via email, LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com is the place to find me. Let's talk about that game. Um, first of all, first and foremost, I'm, I'm going to highlight a positive, and that was the Spartan fans that showed up to Chrysler Arena on Tuesday night. Uh, it, you know, for, for the first four minutes... The only period of the game where there was really stuff to cheer about for Michigan State. Uh, that sounded like a neutral court setting, so shout out to them. But yeah, uh, starting with uh, Gabe Brown blitzing the three-point shooter and putting them on the line for f- three straight free throws. The game started to spiral out of control, and it, <laughs> Michigan State was never able to get a grasp on it, on it ever again. Now, of course, it's not all Gabe's fault. No, that was just the, the beginning of the sequence of unfortunate events that happened. Now, if only you had a timeout to call while things are spiraling out of control, instead of letting the other team get off to a 12-0 run. Oh, wait, that's right. Michigan State had plenty of timeouts to use, and instead, no, they just let the Wolverines uh, get all 14 of their fans in Chrysler Arena fired up beyond belief because, yeah, they had an incredible run, and they never looked back. Uh, Some more alarming themes keep on continuing. Uh, Max Christie, he cannot shoot the ball anymore. He went two for eight in the first half. Um, I don't know if he he makes two more three-pointers this entire season. Uh, When the game was still somewhat barely uh, a thought of being in reach uh, in the first 30 minutes of game time, you have Tyson Walker take just one three-pointer and Malik Hall, another great three-point shooter, shoot zero three-pointers. We cannot just have guys, especially captains, guys that have been here for a while, just float in and out of, well, the program, seemingly. I, I We cannot just be doing this, going on study abroad and taking time away from the team here late in February. We're going to need you, Malik. 
maybe let's start shooting the ball, man. That'd be just fantastic. Um, of course, it wasn't all Michigan State uh, and their issues. I, hey, the, the old tip of the cap to uh, Phil Martelli and his boys. Uh, they took care of business there. Um, there. There were some things that we talked about on yesterday's show that uh, Michigan State can be in good situation to win this game if these things don't happen. We highlighted two things. It's if Michigan continues to shoot the three-point ball bad. And if their bench, which has looked like uh, the, the Looney Tunes in Space Jam before Michael's Magic stuff um, in the last five games, if if they continue to play poorly, Michigan State should be fine. Well, of course, we had a flare-up today. Uh, Michigan starts the game 5 of 8 from three-point land, and they have 14 bench points in the first half. And that is how you get into the locker room with a 16-point lead. And really, when you're up by that much, you can just essentially run out the clock and just dunk it down to Hunter Dickinson so he can get his 4,000 points. Easy squeezy. Um, Yeah, you could essentially just kneel out the rest of the game by just dumping it low to the post. And it really helps your team too if, well, he's just scoring automatically every time he touches the ball as well. So... Uh, before we get to uh, Graham Nelson pick his brain, uh, if you just wanted to dump or take a dive into my brain, this is where I'm at right now. Uh, a win here would have confirmed that, okay, maybe that Saturday game against Purdue, maybe that was something. Maybe we actually are going to be a good team going into March here. Um, I could have even taken a loss. You know, I, I could have taken a, a close loss on the road. It's always tough to win on the road in conference play. But no, I, I, now I'm just back to resigned to the fact that this is just a mediocre at best team. Honest, probably not even that if we're going to be honest. Uh, it's This team has a lot of issues going on and a lot that we're far beyond the point of saying, oh, it's a funk. Like, no, these aren't funks. Uh, like Max Christie uh, not hitting any three-pointers since uh, the time Michigan came into Breslin Center. That's no longer funk. That's just the rest of the season. He needs to get into the offseason. Uh, guys just playing way too inconsistent. Hey, that that's not an anomaly. That's just a constant theme with this team. And yeah, Saturday. Hey, you can never take that away from us. It's gonna put Michigan State in the tournament. Um, but wow, you need everything to go right to win games. It it, it appears because when things don't go right, well, you lose by twenty on the road again. I, I could have swallowed this a little easier if it was a six point defeat and they were kind of there the entire game. But no. This is the third complete ass-kicking Michigan State has gotten on the road this month. They got steamrolled by Rutgers. And okay, that happens once, fine. It's, it's Big Ten basketball on the road, baby. Especially in Piscataway. Whew, there's some magic in that gym. Okay, it happens again at Iowa, another team that's not all too great. And then it happens at Michigan. Uh, again, hey, they got some talented kids on the team. Dickinson, fine player. Uh, Caleb Houston, good player. Diabate, good player. That's still not a great team, though. That's a team that has shown, like Michigan State, time and time again that they are just a mediocre at-best team, and you go out and get absolutely positively pantsed by them. So go on and do what I've done. Go ahead and make your plans for that weekend, uh, the first week of March Madness. Uh, This will not be a team that gets through the first round. Um, Now that they're playing themselves to an 8-9 game, or maybe the 7-10 game, not as the seven seed, though. Uh, I'm just not that high on this team. Hey, again, you guys know me. You've probably listened to this podcast for quite some time. I highly doubt this is your first time listening to this podcast. After of all of all episodes, this is the one you start with. But yeah, you know me. 
that I'm very up and down emotionally on this team. But tonight, tonight kind of showed, and I think it's official that, all right, I don't really have any hopes going into March Madness that this could be a second weekend team. Again, Saturday was fun, but... Yeah, home game, everything was going your way. You executed game plans perfectly. You had guys show up that haven't shown up in a while and turn around and, well, now you're leaving. Chrysler Arena with uh, your shorts around your ankles and it's very embarrassing. Everyone's pointing and laughing at you. And, uh, yeah, so, but hey, you got to do that sometimes. You got to laugh to keep from crying. And, uh, you know, may- maybe you could find a chuckle in that. Sports just work full circle sometimes, don't they? Like, especially in rivalries, especially in this rivalry. Um, that what what comes around goes around and, and last year uh michigan fans just just absolutely joking and, and just clowning michigan state for not being a tournament team and then uh-oh michigan state plays michigan late in the season michigan state is starving for a win against a, an opponent that you know has no reason to necessarily be all too hungry they won the big 10 title last year well okay michigan state wins that game and they punch their ticket to the tournament Okay, Michigan today. They are starving. They're the team that needs the win. They're playing against the Michigan State team that, yeah, there's still stuff to play for. But, you know, it's not like there's a Big Ten title to play for anything like that. And, yeah, they uh, they got Michigan State. And for that reason, uh, the Michigan Wolverines will most likely be dancing here unless they lose their last three games by an ungodly margin. Even then, they still might make the first four. So, yeah, uh, all around, just a, just a horrible game. And... If you made it this far in the podcast, and if you're a Michigan State fan, I cannot thank you enough for, for listening to this here podcast. Uh, we're going to talk more about this game, the rest of the season, March Madness, and maybe beyond, who's to say, with our guy Graham Nelson. Uh, great guy to talk to. Looking forward to that conversation. But first, just have to talk to you beautiful people about the fine, fine folks at Built Bar. That's right. Uh, I might ship a crate of Built Bars to East Lansing here to get the team... Fired up for March Madness. Um, yep, guys, it's uh, it's March, and you, most times my New Year's resolutions are long gone, but not this time. No, because Built Bar is powering me through my workouts. They're powering me through my day, and they're doing it with just products that taste sensational. Right here in this ad copy, right here it says, it tastes as good as a candy bar. <clears throat> I'm here to shoot you straight. No, it doesn't. It tastes way better than a candy bar. These flavors are out of control. Uh, and... Just let's start the Built Puffs. The protein-infused marshmallow treat wrapped in 100% real chocolate with flavors like cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie, or go to your basic Built Bar flavors like mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, white chocolate cookies and cream. Any flavor you get, you're going to get a hit. That's right. And also, you're going to save some money with this here promo code. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. One more time, that's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Before chatting with Graham Nelson here, just want to thank you for making Locked On Spartans your first listen every single day. Now make sure you check out the Locked On Bracket Breakdown on March 14th right here on the Locked On Spartans podcast feed and YouTube channel. College basketball experts Chris Gordy, Annie Patton, and betting expert Lee Sterling give you in-depth breakdowns on every matchup. I don't even feel right doing this. Uh, he's been on one other time, and that was after the one-point loss against a hobbled Illinois team. Here he is to talk about another completely just mind-numbing, throwing you-know-what at the drywall loss. It's Graham Nelson. Great guy. Love talking to him. Uh, former host of the Message Board podcast. Uh, Graham, first question, 
why are you here? What, why, why? You could have said no, even after, you know, you agreed initially. Why, why? Because you asked me before the game. Yeah, and you're a man of your word. (laughs) And I said yes. Um, No. Any regrets? I don't know, just because I guess we can just, sometimes it's good to talk about things and just get your your feelings out there. And to be quite honest, um, no one's going to listen to this tomorrow. uh, No, not a soul. Not unless, a soul. Unless it's just a, a masochist like like you and I. So it doesn't really matter. Right. Sometimes my mom listens. So that'll be um, nice. Yeah. Um, well, it's really good you can't cuss sure on she'll... the podcast then. Because otherwise your mom would be no. very upset. Well, that's the thing. Like, I, I do it every once in a blue moon. And those are, of course, the episodes she listens to. And so it's that, and that's just fantastic. Because it, it did not grow up in a swearing household, so to speak. And I swear like a goddamn Navy sailor these days, especially when the team's playing like this. So here we are. Yeah. I could do this whole segment, just like not even bringing up the game, just, just diverting attention away from it. If, if you're down. <laughs> well, I mean, so there's, um, there's one thing I wanted to bring up. Please, um, please. It, uh, and I think it was actually the only thing I tweeted during the game, but Joey <laughs> Hauser can dunk. And, that's officially cemented. That. I've been I've been wondering for two years if he can actually <laughs> dunk, and he can. So that's pretty cool. Okay, so we got okay, and another bizarro thing. I just want to add, like apparently, Mati Sissoko just has the touch of Wilt Chamberlain around the rim. Like that second half was <laughs> just sensational. I was like, okay, yo, we're getting our ass kicked right now, but Mati has me believing for for next year that he can contribute. So <laughs> you, that was, that know, was fun, I guess. <laughs> I, I mean, for a long time, like the guy just looked like um, a complete fish out of water. And like, he, he's kind of, yeah. he's easy to like, because when he gets in there, he plays hard and he's kind of funny yes. and he's kind of like, you know, yes. jumping all over the place. And like, it's usually not like the minutes just don't really matter that much. Um, but, you know, the past two games, it's like, oh, okay. He's got the t- turnaround hook with both hands. He's still playing hard. He's not you know, following every two seconds like he was, you know, last year in the beginning of the year. Um, there's some positive things that, that he brings to the table, and he was the only one even attempting to defend Hunter Dickinson tonight. So I, like, I know you're, like, somewhat joking about that, but it's actually, like... Not really, though. Yeah. Like, it's only, like, a 20% joke, 80% serious, which I think is a a good split for a takeaway from a blowout game again on the road. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um yeah, I mean, that's about, I thought, um, what else was I going to say? Um, I thought Aikens looked like he has. Um, that dude's going to be such a player. Like, he's going to be so Well, I love Aikens. Yeah, I do. I really do. Um, love his so, motor. Love his bounce. Love it. Yeah. Like, he, he, and he's, you can just tell, like, he's so smart. Because, like, he's so smart, and he could do more, and he knows he probably could do more, but, like, right now he knows his role. And, like, the other thing on. is – the other thing is that he also understands the game that he's like, you know what, we're down by, like, 19. Like, here's a chance for me to, like, get some shots up, and yeah. no one's going to care. And, like, I'm going to show you what I can do and prove to Izzo, hey, here's what I can do. And um, your screen just – you're, you're – your face just popped up. That's um, fine. Before, I, before it was a blank screen. I, yeah, that's. Um, anyways, <sighs> but I, I thought I thought he was a positive tonight. Um, 
I don't know, man. Like it was just, it just sucks because like, what hurts the most? What what hurts the most? You know, because there's a lot to pick from, and I've got my answer. I, I'm very interested to hear yours because I'm sure that every Spartan fan has a different answer at, at, at this point. Um, because Saturday, for all I cared, like that that game happened back in December. Like that doesn't that's very quick to erase from my memory right now. <laughs> what hurts the most? Um, what hurts the most? Welcome to the therapy couch. That's right. I I mean I think that it's Michigan hurts the most like and you, that got them in the tournament you know? right right like um, although i pray to god like I, I i hope they lose in like they, and then they lose in the first round and then they're in the the first four because that would just you know that would just be beautiful right sure yeah of course of course um, and that, that probably will happen like against memphis another team that you know we were clowning all season and, <laughs> right. yeah, that's, right but yeah, i mean i think it's, that it's canon. Yeah, I, 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 th- I don't know. What hurts is just like it's the same thing. It's this movie we've seen over and over again. It's just like the inconsistency of like who's going to show up and like why in like why does Tyson Walker go from looking like the best point guard in the league at times to like hey I just I, I don't feel like I'm going to shoot today and like drives me I, I it, that drives me nuts. Um, I thought actually Gabe Brown was was. Really, really, he was playing really well, and then he got in foul trouble, and then even then he played, played really well again. Um, yeah, he had moments. In the uh, for, the other thing about it is like that big. I mean, we can talk about Izzo. Like, take a timeout, please. This team doesn't have someone who can help you stop the bleeding. You know, like in, in the past, they might have you know Cassius or whatever. They just say, all right, hey, they went on a six, seven, eight, zero run, whatever. Like, here you go, Cassius, go go score. Um, Denzel Valentine, here you go, yeah. go score, right? It happens. Like, they don't have a guy to do that, so he's 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 got to use his timeouts. And then, you know, all of a sudden the lead's too big, and what the, in the second half they just go to Hunter Dickinson. If, like, you're going to play that game or you're just going to let him get his, that's fine, but you can't do that with when, when they have such a big lead because that's essentially, like, I equate it to getting a big lead in football and just running the football down their throat over and over and over again, right? Like, yeah, it might not – break your back but eventually it's just going to wear you down enough to where you're right. you're just toast so right i'm just kind of rambling right now to be honest but that's all you can do though like i like that's, that's what it is it's just stream of conscience because like there's a hundred things that you could name that's been going on about this team and like i think my thing that hurts the most too and like it's very rare i get to this point with michigan state teams and Okay, but when I say that I'm like becoming apathetic now, like okay, of course during the games I'm gonna watch every game. Like I'm a sick right. person. I can't I can't just leave like that. And like <laughs> I still will lose my mind during every single game. Like I'm I'm gonna be passionate during the games, but like I don't know how much more like energy I could carry out of these games where like they're gonna ruin my night now. You know, like obviously I'm upset, but okay, like probably when we hang up this call, put it all behind me because just like you said, like it, it, this isn't the first time this has happened. I, these games are reruns. Not even just this year, but also like some themes from last year too are sticking out too. It's like it, it you just count on this every single game. Like my my what God love her, just a great person. She Michigan State's down twenty two points. She looks at me, she's like, "How how are you doing? You, you doing okay?" I'm like, "Yeah," because like I kind of saw this coming. Like just guys just disappearing out of nowhere. Guys yep. refusing to shoot the ball. It's it, it's just the same thing over and over. And I talked about this in the first segment. I just went solo before we started talking and it's like, I, I could digest this if this is like a four point loss or a six point loss, but this is the third time this month you have gotten 
your butt cheeks clapped on the road, clapped, and not even by good teams. Like, if this happens at Wisconsin, fine. If this happens at Illinois, full strength, hey, hey, okay, you know what? That's going to happen, especially on the road. To Rutgers, Iowa, and Michigan, you're losing by a combined, what, like 60, 70 points? Like, I don't don't know how I could have any faith going into March now. Like, any goodwill that was built up Saturday is gone for me. How about for you? Like, did you have any shred of positivity going into March Madness, or are you just like, this team's one and done? Um, <laughs> you could tell me that they could make it to the Elite Eight, and I'd yeah. say okay. And you could tell You're me that they lose by 30 in the first round, and I'd say okay. To Davidson, or, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, at that at that point, like, I don't want to get in the nuts and bolts of the NCAA tournament, but like, that's, it, that's all about matchups, right? I mean, who who knows what the hell's going to happen? I mean, it's right. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Mar- I never change March Madness, never do anything to adjust it. It's, it's like the most perfect sporting event in the world, but it's agree. a terrible way to crown a national champion. Also agree. Also agree. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. Yeah. So, like, I mean, it's it, like anything can happen in it. Um, I mean, the odds are this team is a, at most one win in the, in the tournament um, and yeah. see what happens. Um but I don't know that that like change, like my opinion changed from Saturday in, in today, you know, like I kind of thought that the whole time, my, my opinion has changed earlier after that Illinois game. I, I remember I, I, we spoke on this and I said like, Hey, at that time we were worried about, are we going to be a three seed or we're going to be a five seed? Well, now we're probably going to have yeah. like a six, seven, eight, somewhere in there. Um, I keep saying we, I don't know why I never do that, but anyways. Oh, um, I do it all the time, please. Wait, we put em- enough emotional energy into watching this. I'll, I'll throw on the word "we" liberally. Yeah, no problem. I know, no I know problem. some people. Some people just get weird about it, and I don't like to argue no, with I them because I just don't care. Um, yeah. Be right back with Graham Nelson in a hot second, but first, just have to talk to you. Find folks about RunYourPool.com. March Madness is only a few weeks away, and that means you need to start thinking now about where you're going to be running your brackets this year. Are you going for the usual, or are you looking for the best? We've done our homework here, and we are running our brackets with RunYourPool.com. Along with standard brackets, RunYourPool offers game types like Survivor or Pickaxe. Go check out all their formats they have. And they also have options to edit scoring. They offer way more intel than ESPN and CBS. You won't find this kind of stuff anywhere else. And if you got a business, Run Your Pool can help take some of that March Madness magic and play alongside your employees, or maybe even your customers. Plus, they offer full white glove customer support, custom branding, and one of the easiest three-minute setups you will ever find. Clearly, we believe Run Your Pool because, like I said, we are running our brackets there ourselves, and there is no truer test than that. If you want to play against us for a shot at a cash prize, join us at runyourpool.com slash locked on. And while you're there, create your own pool for your friends and family. Enter pure madness, all one word, at checkout for $10 off your custom pool. All the rules and details will be available there. That's runyourpool.com slash locked on for your chance to win a cash prize. Also, treat yourself to the fine, fine folks and the fine products at Rock Auto. That's right, with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why would you endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning like, how does your Honda Civic need a schubble blabber? I don't know, not a car park guy, and you know what, if you're not, well, Rock Auto's the place for you because they make it simple for anyone, from from the beginner car people to the experts. That's right, go check out their family-owned website. Why would you choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same car part from a chain store or car dealership? You would only do it if you were a big clown. Here. 
here. Rock Auto's prices are reliably low for every customer, so go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. Hey, how'd you hear about us, Box? So they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. And this is our chat continuing with Graham Nelson. Like, so my opinion has, has changed over the past month um, because it's just like the negative stuff seems to be like we're just seeing it more and more than we, than we are the positive stuff. When you see the positive things, you're like, oh, that's great. Like, but why can't we do this more consistently? Yeah, I don't understand like it. Right. The positive seemed like flukes. The negative just seems like, oh, that's our identity right there. Like, just... Right. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, you asked me what hurts the most. Yeah. And you said you had it. What, what was your, what hurts the most for you about this? Apathy. I, I just keep going back yeah. to that word, I think. It's just like, because second half rolls around, I'm just folding laundry. It's like, yeah, this is really upsetting. I can't lie, but like, usually I'd be a lot more upset. <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah, because it's just the same consistent themes. I mean, you can only watch so many 20 point blots on the road before. Like, you just can't let that affect your life. And maybe it's just growth on my part. I highly doubt it's that because I ain't growing anytime soon, especially when it comes <laughs> to fandom. But uh, yeah, it's just like seeing the same stuff over and over and over again. And like, you know, the old saying, like, it's it's trying the same thing and expecting different results. Like yeah. every time I turn on the TV and for a long part of the season, I was expecting different results, but now like, okay. I, I mean, I'm not saying I turn on the TV expecting 30 point losses every single time, but like you can count on the same themes over and over again, unless like we're all the stars align and you just play so perfect. Like you did Saturday at home. And I don't think that any tournament sites are in East Lansing this year for March Madness. I might be wrong. I'll have to Google that. But I don't, yeah, I like don't that. think so. I don't think and so. And hey, credit to the fans tonight. Like they made this a neutral site environment. That's probably mm-hmm. the same environment you're going to get in March Madness. So, and that's how it went there. Um, yeah. Hey, I have a question for you. Please. I got an answer, hopefully. Like if you're, like you're in Izzo's seat. Yeah. And obviously you're not there. So you don't know like the ins and outs of practice, what this looks like, but like, what, like what changes are you making? What, like, what do you, I know. What do you do? What do you see during practice that all all of us don't, I don't know. You know what? That's a fantastic conversation. Like I swear I could ramble about this for like an hour and a half straight, but I I won't hold you hostage for that long. Um, Mainly because the service I use, I only paid for 30 more minutes and I don't have the unlimited calling service, but uh, (laughs) like, yeah, like Christie's taken a ton of shots, right? Like he shot eight times in the first half. He's two for eight. It's clear that he's broken. And um, like this isn't a fluke anymore. Like I, I think that okay, he just needs to get into the offseason, get in the weight room, and then hey, clean slate sophomore year. Okay, but here's the thing that's like who who else is shooting if it's not Christie? I mean, like Paul doesn't feel like shooting sometimes. Tyson Walker doesn't feel like shooting sometimes. So it's like, yeah, like Christie, of course, probably is feeling that like well, yeah, someone's got to shoot here in this possession. I might as well do it. I mean, so it's like, I, I don't know the answer other than just screaming at Hall to shoot or screaming at Tyson Walker to shoot it more until they finally start doing it, which seems to be something that they're not too inclined to do. I mean, in, yeah. in a lot of games, which is yeah. like you driving me up a wall. So yeah, yeah, I just, I, I don't know what to do at this point. Cause like you have who you have. And like, at one point it's like, yeah, okay. That's kind of a, tough hand to deal with you got a few parts that don't really fit together but at the same time like 
you're also the guy that got this band together. Like sometimes the fingers got to be pointed at you. And like, it, you can also of course pick out things during the game as well. Just like you talked about. And I talked about as well in the first segment, like maybe, maybe pause the game before a 12 Oh run happens on the road. Um, that could be a good idea. Um, I just, I don't know, man. It's just, yeah. It, just, trying to grab for desperate things like, hey, Pierre Brooks first half minutes. Maybe that'll spark the team. Or, hey, uh, Cam Coleman, you want to play in uh, Iowa City tonight in the first half to try to spark something? It's like, I don't know. It's I don't think there are any answers. And I think it's clear that, like, Izzo knows that he doesn't have answers as well. And it's just like, all right, let's just run out the clock for the season. Hopefully do it uh, better next season because, I, dude, I tell you, I mean, I'm not going to be the whole fire as a guy. I'm the furthest thing from that. Like, yeah. he, he can stay here until he's 98 years old if, if he damn well pleases. Um, but, God, not, I'm starting to get a little worried about, like, what the future is for, right here. And I don't know if this is a conversation we could have in another episode. I'd love to have you back on, of course. But, like, I, th- that's, like, where my mind starts to wonder, too, when a stretch this bad happens where you're starting to lose what is it now seven of nine games or whatever it is. And like a lot of these are really bad losses too. And well, Hey, last year still happened and I get it. It was a weird COVID year and all this and that, but things didn't seem to get any better this year. So yeah, big year coming up next year. And again, I, we could kill so much time in this topic, but I don't really. Yeah. We didn't, didn't didn't it wasn't like, no, I I didn't have like some like brilliant answer to my own question no i'm just, and i'm just rambling too like this is just what i do after and this is this is the other thing too i mean it's just like i i'm just full stream of consciousness right now i'm you know what i'm, I'm spiraling before i reach the full basin of apathy i, I gotta spiral all the way down first and that's what i'm doing right now yeah I, 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 I get and, that i mean you and our 12 listeners are here to listen to it so yeah. here we are <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll send it to my mom she might have 13 Thank you. listeners but she double like, listener she, chef yeah <laughs> yeah she couldn't care like it's funny like the last time i was on like even asked my wife i was like she listen to the episode she's like uh she's like what what was the podcast and i'm like this you're terrible like don't worry about it yeah part of my take that's that's what we yeah that's, yeah that's yeah right. go, go listen um so or we can talk about Hunter Dickinson at all. I would really like to not because he <laughs> he he ate our soul tonight, and um, I'm fully expecting him to quote retweet something I sent out after the first time we beat them, which was like he, he's going to be a great player in Lithuania after playing the NIT one day. And I got a hand up on that one. I was very I was very intoxicated in Chicago when I read that tweet, and I thought that was Hunter Dickinson pimping out his 25 points in the first matchup. So that's why I had such a passionate response to it. And then I woke up the next morning, saw the uh, the retweets. I was like, oh, shit, that was Jawan that said that. Oh, I don't feel too good about <laughs> annihilating a college kid for no good reason. So no, he has every right to uh, – it's, it's perfectly fine, man. I mean, number one, like this is your brand. And like yeah, you, uh, yeah. if you don't stick to it, then like who are you as a person? You know, I lose my fastball, right? I right. gotta be a prick to uh, college age kids uh, right. to, to, to keep um, the bills coming in. That's, that's well, right. he's like border. I mean, he's like our age, right? I mean, the guy graduated when he was like 20 <laughs> yeah. years old, so yeah, that's not, true. Not that big he's fathered of a deal. four children, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the only thing is like if you have a take that like he and I haven't seen much of this or any of it really, but like if your take is that like him talking crap or you know, doing whatever was stupid or like he shouldn't be doing that, then then you're an idiot because he could do, he can say and do whatever he wanted after yeah. that show. Yep, yep. He played like a kid that knew that a lot was on his shoulders to get this team to the tournament and he had to play with toughness. This is something that I've lauded on the podcast, especially after the Purdue game. Like 
This team played with moxie, toughness. They were jawing because they know they're not good to win enough on talent alone. Sometimes you yep. just have to talk yourself up, psych yourself up, believe you're something that you're not. Fortunately, Hunter Dickinson was that dude tonight. And yeah, okay, uh, imagine if Julius Marble did the same thing at home, Breslin Center just join at the Michigan bench. I'd spend the first two segments just like applauding him, right? Uh, oh yeah. my God. Just being over the moon about him. So yeah, again, like I, I, please, I understand why Michigan state fans don't like it. And um, I didn't like it either, but at the same time, I'm like, why wouldn't he be doing this right now? Like he's earned his right. He's scoring. Like he's playing against a chair in an open gym right now. Right. This is auto. It is automatic every time he's getting the ball. So yeah, why wouldn't he be screaming his head off? I'd be losing my goddamn mind too if I was going nuclear against my rival like this. So yeah, so that actually like because I don't like him. Yeah. Him um, doing that kind of like I don't know why I, I feel like I'm actually interviewing here too, but I just have like a, I just have some questions. Um, yeah, does Hogard being sick like how much of an effect did it have in this game? I don't think 20 points worth or whatever it was. I mean, attitude wise, it, it, it impacts for sure, for especially the first half. But like, I, I can't use that as like a reason. It got the way it was. I mean, no, I'm not. I'm, not saying, I'm, I'm not saying we win with him, but like the dude. Sure. Yeah, I mean, he's he's like can be frustrating as all hell, and he can't shoot. He does this thing, but like, mm-hmm. you talk about a guy who actually plays with an attitude, right? Sometimes too much, and like brings a little like. I think he's probably like cocky for no damn reason sometimes. Yeah. But yeah. But like you you gotta be that way a little bit. Like you gotta right. have like a little bit of like I don't know, you know, dog to dog you. Yeah. Yeah. Like like if 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 you don't have skill, then you gotta be tough. You know, mm-hmm. you want obviously you don't you wanna have both. And in but I think Hogarth he does bring a little bit of of that dimension to it. Um you know, when, when he's playing hard. And so I think he does, uh, does change the game a little bit. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. He's not the reason why they lost the game, him coming back. They probably weren't going to win it. Um, yeah. But I think from like an attitude standpoint, if he's on the floor, when Dickinson's doing that stuff, like he's clapping back at the very least. Uh, we, we, we could very well be seen fight night at, at Chrysler. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> if, uh, yeah. No in doubt. like a, yeah, his his edge was missed tonight, no doubt about it. But yeah, I mean, it's just like, how about anyone? How about anyone else? Anyone else? Does anyone else want to do this? Like, does anyone else want to be a guy that's like just sticks up and shows up with dog mentality? Like, yeah, sure, Gabe Brown a little bit here and there, but he just had too many ridiculous fouls to even have an impact on the game. And yeah, I, like Malik is always in and out, in and out, in and out. Like he's he's a part time player almost, and it's like. I mean, get, Hey, well, Captain, his, it, it's March. We need you, man. Like <laughs> In his, like, uh, level, tries to stay maintained. Like, I get it, and he tries to be steady. But, like, Izzo hates that stuff, man. Like, he doesn't want you to I be know. steady. Like, he wants you to be a damn maniac. I um, know. And, you know, I, I don't know what he's like in the locker room. I don't know what he's like. But, I mean, you just see what he is on the floor. It's steady Eddie. He plays pretty hard. I think he's kind of banged up right now. So like that's uh, yeah. affecting him. But like I would love to see that dude grab someone by the shirt when they're screwing up. And I like, uh, right. what's going on yeah. here? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And with three games to go in the seat, well, four if you count March Madness, which I'm assuming they we're gonna be in knock on wood for some odd reason they don't make it. But yeah, I, I, I 
yeah, it, at some point you are who you are, right? And it's yep. March, whatever it is. It's too late. That's what it is, Graham. It's it's too late to, to change anything and hope that anything changes. And here we are just uh, walking into misery. And Ohio State, we, we played them in 12 minutes. Okay, sick turnaround <laughs> on that one. That's great. Thank God this game was rescheduled tonight. Really love going to Chrysler and playing three games in, in two days, seemingly. Yeah. Uh, and then you got, what, Maryland, who is – they got some spice on them and also Michigan state is just not, not that good. So who knows what's going to happen Sunday on senior day. Yeah. I mean, Ohio state's doing the same, same stuff that Michigan state's doing right now. Like they, yeah. they just lost. Yeah. And like, they look like the best team in the country against Illinois a couple of days ago. And I know. And now, now here we are just back back losses, Maryland, Nebraska. <laughs> right. And who the, who the hell knows what's going to happen on Thursday. <laughs> Chances are Michigan State comes out. They win by 22 on the road at Ohio State. Then they come back home again on Sunday and lose by 15 at home to Maryland. We're going to be like, what? like, Yep, okay, cool. If I I could place a future on that, uh, Michigan State minus 20 at Ohio State and then uh, Maryland minus 15 at Michigan State, I'd make that future. I'd make that that, no question. No question. $1 to win, $1. That's how certain (laughs) I am of it. That's no doubt. It's almost a lock at this point. but Right. Anyway, oh my god, I cannot wait! I cannot wait to be singing the praises of this team on Friday's show after they beat Ohio State on the road and just be fully bought back in, like the like the sucker I am. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Yeah. So I was I was listening to so I was actually on um I went up north. Um, I'm originally from Cadillac, so I went up to Cadillac and, and went oh, on nice. a um, little ice fishing trip this weekend and driving um, up there. You know, I was listening to Couch in the Rube, and this okay. was like post um what game was that whatever game they lost last week iowa, iowa? it was post iowa yeah. so friday's episode and it was you know the worst thing ever and then of course listen i listened to today's episode and it's like it is it was the greatest thing ever yep january february is oh april <laughs> you know, it is right. the season <laughs> right and like i mean i obviously we, i i do the same stuff i like to think i keep a level head but like i don't um, yeah uh, I don't all the time. It, it's just really funny, like to just have that little microcosm of those two episodes that are just you know three two days oh, yeah. apart oh, in yeah. one game apart, and now and then like you know tomorrow is going to be you know the same. Most like you already see the stuff of like, oh, I guess Izzo's ha- like he's terrible again. Like literally yesterday, we we're talking about how great he is, and like yeah, right, yep. And yeah. I'm part of this problem too. I understand. I, I, like, I think I'm a little we more rational are. than the fire Izzo people or the. uh you know, oh, like it, it, this is his month. It's a lot like, you know, I think I'm somewhere between those two, but yeah, I, I, I there's something about the air in March, you know, that, that just turns me a little extra loony and emotional and irrational. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a good level of all those things at a baseline April through February, but when March hits, like I just become a different person and not for a good reason at all. I'm just, it is, a, it is a steeper roller coaster than it usually is here between these years. So, and, uh, and all, again, all 12 listeners here of this pod right now are, are here for the ride. Can you imagine being someone that has made it this far in the episode just after that game? Like God, God bless those people. That's wow. No, like I don't, they, like, I feel <laughs> like I should like buy them. Like if, if you've made it this far, I don't know. Tweet at me and like I'll like I'll send you some cookies or something. Like yeah, we'll hopefully, do something. Yeah. How many how many listeners you usually get? Like I I really hope I'm not gonna like need to get a second more. Quite a bit. Cookies. 
Um, we, we're usually around like the 1500 number. Um, after big wins like 2000, football is really when it gets popping because, um, people like football a little more and instead of a team that loses seven of nine games yeah oddly enough numbers are tad down for football season so uh but yeah other than that we, we, we do okay here um yeah yeah like no one no one's gonna make it this far best. but if you but if you do like not tweet me out i'll, I'll send it t- tell me something that you like and you know i'll send it your yeah. way me and Graham are going to both take work off on Thursday and just drive around and shake people's hands, all six people's hands. Uh, right. Just praying to God that no one in Chicago is listening because that's going to take up a lot of our time. But yeah, that's, whew. but well, we'll make the most of it. Won't we? Wait, are you, are you really having Mark Titus on tomorrow? Yeah, I really am. Yeah, it's, it's going to be great. Can't wait for that show. Yeah. Um, That'll, something to smile right, so about if you, this week. If yeah. you've stuck around, this is like your, you have to go through some pain to get to a really good show. <laughs> yeah. And so like, I am, mm-hmm. Like I, I am the, the, uh, the, the pain that you have to go through to get to Mark Titus yes. who like, I'm a huge fan of Mark Titus. I think he's hilarious and obviously very, very knowledgeable and, and a really good. So yes. that's, that's awesome. I'm looking forward to that. You know, I'm only going to hold that episode privately and privately send the link out to people that say a password, say a random word right now, Graham, just say any random word. Farva. Okay, so you have to say Farva to me to get sent the link to the Mark Titus interview. <laughs> it's only a treat for the people that have made it this far in the show. This is the, we saved the premium content for the premium <laughs> listeners. So yeah, if if you slide in my DMs or email me Farva, only you. It's it's like that Wu Tang album they only made one of. Like I'm only sending it to like one person, the first person that sends it, which will probably only be one person on the day to make it this far and go through all the hoops of emailing me the word Farva. Um, yeah, it's well-earned. So I really hope one person, just, just one, I just really want one person mm-hmm. to email you Farva. <laughs> I'll let you know if they do. I'll let you know if they do. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll pick you up in my uh, base model Chevy Equinox and we will drive over to their house with uh, cookies and a firm handshake. So perfect. Until then, perfect. Though. Um, Graham, I swear, do you know what? Next time you're on, we're, it's not even going to be after a game. I'm not even going to tempt fate with that. Like, if you don't mind coming on when it's not a game day or something like that, maybe before March Madness, so we could be happy on a call. Like, I, that'd be kind of crazy. Break up our mo here, but love that yeah, I want to. I want to be on an episode when you have when you do like the like ridiculous email like yeah. questions. No um, question. No. No doubt. No doubt. Love let's that. do that. And again, if you've made it this far, God bless you. Um, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Graham Nelson for joining us after a really bad Michigan State loss to, uh, you know, chat it up here on this here podcast. And also, if you, yes, you have made it this far in the podcast, I cannot thank you enough for listening this far. Uh, just about a, a miserable team that is not really trajecting in the right direction. Uh, except if you remember Saturday. It seems like a distant memory, but hey. If you're an optimistic fan, good on you. Uh, now go make Locked on NFL Draft your second listen. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It's free, and it's available where you get your podcast. All right, gang, tomorrow's show going to be a lot of fun. we got Mark Titus of Titus and Tate on, so make sure you tune into that one. going to be a lot more fun-filled than this one, so uh, thank you guys so much. Until then, love you all. Go Green.